Thank you for tuning in to Game Investing Radio. Hopper here with a special guest. Shock is back. What are you doing, Shock? Well, I'm watching game one of the Lakers and the Blazers, the one seed versus the eight seed. But you wouldn't know it. You would think this is the Western Conference final, the way this battle is going right now. Portland 57, Lakers 56 at halftime. Well, game time has 23 at half. Lakers came back. Lakers came back big time in the second quarter. Uh, LeBron started going off. LeBron already has a double-double in assist and points. Nurchic already has a double-double in rebounds and points. I mean, there's going to be some crazy stats at the end of this game. Wow. Sounds like an intense first-round matchup. Yeah, the Blazers were up by 16 at the end of the first quarter. And I can see why Barkley has been all over the Blazers now. I mean, the Blazers are a real-deal team. So you were saying with Nurkic, the last piece in there down low, they have both sides. They have inside, they have outside, they have a, a shot creator in that little guard. Do they have any weaknesses? Bench? Um, I mean, they're not, I wouldn't call them outstanding on defense, but yeah, you definitely. Know, they've, they've been adequate. The Lakers have just missed a lot of three-pointers, so that's what really got them behind early in the game. They started 0 for 8. Three. It seems like in this new game where people are shooting in 20, 30, 40 threes per game, if you go cold, it seems like you're going to have a tough time keeping up. Oh, yeah. You live and die by that shot for sure. I mean, that's. If you have a bad night from three, you aren't going to win. That's that's risky. That's risky basketball if you, if you look at it from the old school. Yeah, but it's a new school game now. Like, yeah. if you look at box scores. I mean, like we're saying, I mean, eight, nine different guys on the team take three-pointers. It's not like there's two three-point shooters on the team. I was just looking at Nick, that guy from, uh, I think, uh, Eastern Europe. And uh, his shot from outside looked really smooth. Yes, huge improvement on that guy's shot. You know, the stat uh, in his first five years, he only made seven three-pointers, and now he's a legit three-point shooter. You know, he made almost 100 this year. So he's your your typical seven-foot European guy that can pretty much handle the ball, nice mid-range. He, can, he didn't look that strong inside, but his outside shot was just – I mean, obviously he was open. He was open for his shots, but he canned them. So what did he, what did he do tonight? Oh, in that first game, in that uh, upset of the Bucks, the only one seed, the only upset so far in the first round. That was a shocker. Um, Shock. It was, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, Nurchish and Lillard have combined for 37 points at half. Gone 15 from 17 from the free throw line. Nurchish draws a lot of fouls, too. He's already got Howard in foul trouble. Howard had four in the first half. Oh, wow. So tell me about that center. Is he a big guy? He doesn't go outside. He's he's a old school center. No, he can go outside. He can shoot absolutely. He can hit a three. I mean, he's not like you know at the high level of that game, but he can shoot it. Yeah. He can pass it. He can rebound. He plays defense. He works really hard. Yeah. And then the other factor is Carmelo. I mean, Carmelo is really playing hard. He's been guarding LeBron. Wow, that's amazing. Talk about a turn of events. That guy was without a job a few years ago, wasn't he? That's right. 
but he's one of the top scorers all time in the NBA. Yeah, he's C-Web has been propping him. He's doing the analysis on TNT, and he's like, you can't underestimate this guy, man. He was always a Hall of Famer in my mind, even though he was just a one-dimensional offensive player. But on the Portland Trailblazers, it seems like he has a second life, like a, a new chapter in his story. He's just gone into a new mode, it seems like. Yeah, this team's hungry. And again, it's not a bubble. They've been talking about it. You know, normally this would be game one at the Staples with all the stars, oh, yeah. you know, 18,000 people. There's none of that. Yeah. There's none of that atmosphere. Yeah, I never thought about that for Carmelo, but I know he played in New York. And did he? He didn't do that well over there with all that pressure, didn't he? I can't remember exactly. I know he didn't. He didn't go to the finals or anything, but did he even make the playoffs? Uh, it was up and down a lot, but yeah, yeah I mean the Knicks, <laughs> the Knicks really, uh, <laughs> they they haven't been great in the last twenty years. It's it's just been a big problem that franchise. I'm wondering this pressure situation, the bubble and all that. It's like wow, it's somewhere between a scrimmage and like a real game, but we don't know it. We've never seen it before, so different guys are going off. I've never heard of this Nick guy. Um, and then that Utah guy, I mean, my uncle talks about him, but I, I don't know much about the guy, but I can't believe these guys are scoring, you know, 50 points or canning eight or nine threes. I mean, Brian Shaw hit 10 and set an NBA record back in the day, but it seems like that's nothing in today's game. No, that's nothing now. Like the Rockets try to shoot 50 threes a game as a team, and they were doing a full small ball lineup, no center playing an amoeba defense and they killed OKC. The they, Beard had 37. I mean, they just they just straight up outscored them. They scored 128 points. Wow. So Houston just coasted just now, today? Yeah, Houston beat OKC easily in the game before this. So uh, OKC. Who, who is a starting five on OKC besides that center? Who do they have? Uh, well, they got CP3. Oh, they and, no, Rest, Westbrook is out. So they're really, I mean, without Westbrook right now, you just can't see them really getting it done. Westbrook's injured. So that's a big hit to OKC. Wait a second. But Chris Paul is on OKC. I thought Westbrook got traded to Houston. Well, he's not playing in this series. Yeah, he's out. So uh, the beard and CP3. Okay. Yeah, I gotta I gotta catch up on those guys, man. Back in the day, I remember Durant, Westbrook, and the beard were all on OKC with that center. I mean, that was a pretty amazing team back in the day. Yeah, well, it's all all changed now. Yeah. Um, so it looks like yeah, Stephen Adams. They still have that huge center. Yeah, he's yeah, a, he's, Adams, he's a beast. Right. Yeah. And did you know this fact that Stephen Adams' sister is a world champion in the shot put? Wow. So his parents like might be professional athletes as well, just like Nick. I looked up Nick, and his his dad was a champion in the I think '78 or '9. His mom was on a national team basketball, 6'2", mom. He, he's like Kobe. I think he came out 
he came out of the womb, you know, living and breathing basketball his whole life. And here he is on the big stage. He just, uh, he, he pretty much won the game, I think, today. Congrats to Nick. His dad and mom must be really proud today. I'm sure they must be. Amazing stories in the bubble, man. Because you got a chance to, you know, have your 15 minutes of fame. And that might be not possible in a big market live situation with 50,000 fans screaming down your neck. And, you know, you're only taking pressure shots. You're not really relaxed. You're not in a groove. And we talked about Big Bob. What's his name? Big Bob Shot or Big Shot Bob? Big Shot Bob, Robert Ory. Now, that guy, on the other hand, every shot he took was, you know, in a pressure situation, right? And and fans screaming down his neck and championships on the line. What was that stat you sent me that blew my mind? He's 16-0 as a player in first-round series. That was, that was the record. They just showed that. Um, so that's that's all-time NBA playoffs, period, first round for any player. Right, right. He's never lost. Correct. Never lost in the first round. I mean, that's like series? Not Is that games or series? Series. So he's he's been through 16 first rounds. And got to the second round every single time, right? And then LeBron is thirteen and zero. Uh huh. But Le- LeBron, and and then on top of that, he's twelve and one in the first game of the first round. So that's getting technical. That stat was trying to set up this game. I mean, this I is see. a huge upset if the Lakers lose this game. And, and according to Charles Barkley, this is a must win for the Lakers. I heard Chuck bet Shaq five hundred bucks. Uh, that was he fun. did. He is all over the Blazers right now. He's calling them to win this series regardless, but he says if Portland wins tonight, they're going to sweep. The funniest thing, though, Shaq was just, he kept saying, bet, bet, bet. And I could tell Shaq's loaded. And Chuck, I don't know how much money Chuck has, but he, like, <laughs> coughs up 500, like, hmm. Shaq's obviously a millionaire, and he's a businessman, but I don't know about Chuck. I've never heard about Chuck's entrepreneurial you know, career after basketball. We know Kobe went into investing. He won an Oscar, but Chuck? And they're asking him what's in his drink. You know, are you are you drunk tonight? I mean, he is high on, he's high on Portland. I am too. I'm outside of Portland right now. That's where we're recording this. But uh, I've always been a player fan. I like Dame because he's always been underrated. That's really how he he earned my respect. He came out of Ogden, which is a small school, kind of like Pippin, Larry Johnson coming out of a city, you know, community college. Those type of players really, I don't know. I like rooting for the underdog, I guess. But the question is, who's the underdog? Is it is it is it Portland? Is that what Chuck's getting to? Of course, they're the underdog. They're the eight seed going against the one seed, going against two go a two goat team. Come on. Yeah, they're the underdog. I I didn't check the line, but uh, I'm wondering how bad it was. I mean that that might have been a decent bet today, but you know it's uh, it was Lakers by six and a half for six, this game. Six, and but a for half. the series, no, no, you would win a lot of money betting on Portland to win the series. Yeah, the first game is the must-win. So six and a half, they're down by three. So you're down nine and a half. Uh, it's one-point game at half. Oh, one-point game. Portland's up by one. And they started the game with 
a big goose egg. You were texting. Yeah, me. Portland was up by 16 at the end of the first. Now, the Lakers did some serious work in the second quarter. Wow. LeBron really started going off. He was making passes like crazy. He's got 11 assists already. Wow. So he's playing point straight through. He's, he's always playing point. He's always playing that's, point. That's what he plays for the Lakers now. He plays point guard, just like Magic. That's amazing. That is just amazing. That guy is just an iron man. Man, respect for that guy. I mean, um, I can't really say that Kuzma's lit it up at all. He's he's been kind of he's he's hit a couple shots, but he's also had some pretty serious bricks too. So, well, you called it. Um, I mean, you called that. That's what the lake need. They need that third player to step up and hit some shots. So he's he's what twenty thirty percent from the outside, thirty percent. He's missed some. I don't have it right. I don't have it right in front of me. Is he taking threes or deep twos? What, what's he's taking threes? Yeah, he's taking but he had an air ball. Uh oh, <laughs> that's not pretty. Yeah. Nope. Well, um, do you want to come back on after the second half, or do you want to call it a night? I'm gonna. I don't. I don't know if I can commit to coming back at the end of the second half. It's late on the East Coast here, but. Uh, well, thanks. Um, thanks for the update, Coach. Uh, we wish you well, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see if we can uh, put one in the can tomorrow or the next day or maybe uh, when we got some more action. If you want to update the Lakers and the Magic thing, let me know too. Absolutely. All right. Is there anything else, any predictions going forward or stuff we should be looking for in tomorrow's uh, action? Um, not really sure about tomorrow's action right now. I'm really just focused on the second half of this Lakers Portland game. This is going to be a hell of a second half. I, I think some urgency is going to really come in into the fourth quarter here. So, so it's pretty you, hard to even focus on tomorrow. Do you think the uh, Lakers are going to squeak this one out and it's going to be tight? Like a last minute three type of situation here? or a LeBron? I think last minute three or even an overtime situation. And wow. some big stat numbers are coming out of this game in the second half. You're calling some big numbers for tonight's game. Okay. Well, everybody yep. check the box. They're tonight. already on pace for it. I mean, yeah. Litter, yeah. Lillard's on pace for 46. Oh, wow. 46. <laughs> 46. You know. And LeBron's on pace for a triple-double, I'm assuming? Uh, yes, he is definitely He's on pace for that. He's probably always on pace for a triple-double. The Lakers double. only made two three-pointers in the first half, and they're down by one. That's a miracle. That is a miracle. So if they they've get been caught, living at the line, AD's been really drawing a lot of fouls. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, let's get back to the second half. Good luck. To, and the uh, second half's underway. Okay. Okay. We'll let you go. Thanks again, Shock. We uh, appreciate you tuning in to Game Investing and uh, Hopper and Shock uh, tuning out. Thank you. Out.